sequel nobody asked for. Hello and welcome to a sequel nobody asked for. My name is Justin. Really quick, before we start, go ahead and check out our Facebook page. You know why? Because on that Facebook page, you can buy the Asnaf Weenie Collection shirt, as well as the Meat Slayer shirt. Go ahead, check them out. Really quick, I'll throw them up again. Weenie Collection and the Meat Slayer shirt. Go. I know Christmas is over, but everyone can always enjoy a shirt from Asnaf. Um, really quick, we're, we're talking about Spider-Man today. And I look, I know I look like I'm from a poetry club right now. I got the black shirt, the black beanie, got the glasses for it, you know, and really quick, I actually prepared a little haiku. So if I could get you guys all ready to snap for me, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Friendly neighborhood. Spinning some webs anytime. Here comes the Spider-Man. Thank you. Thank you. Hold your applause. Hold your snaps, please. Now, today we are going to be ranking some Spider-Man stuff, as well as a little Marvel. We'll delve into the Marvel, definitely. But we're going to rank the movies, the Spider-Man movies, and we're going to also talk about spoilers, Far From Home. I'm going to give my little review of it. Nothing crazy, but let's go right ahead. Let me pull up. We've got, we got a tier list again. We got a tier list because it was so good. Everybody's been raving for more tier lists. By everyone, I mean our thousands of fans. Uh, so let's go right ahead. And they're in no particular order, but I'm going to try to do them in somewhat chronological order. First off, we've got Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, the first one. This set this, this set the stage for superhero movies. Like, yeah, the Batman movies came out before that, but this was the first one where I was like, okay, superhero movies can actually be like good movies. Was it amazing? Not quite. It was average, but it finally made me go. And I was only like, what, 10 year old kid at the time, 12 year old. I don't know for sure, but I saw Spider-Man and went, I already like Spider-Man too. So that that definitely helped, but I was like, okay, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. So next we got Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. You got Tobey Maguire delivering pizzas late. He's fucking Spider-Man, and he can't even deliver pizzas on time. Like, that's just the real struggle. It showed the struggle that Peter Parker has to go through balancing Spider-Man and balancing being Peter Parker. At one point in the movie, he literally puts his suit in the dumpster. That's why one of the categories, the actual worst category in this tier list, is put it in the dumpster. It's inspired by that. Um, I'm going to put this as amazing. It was not the best Spider-Man movie, um, especially watching it again. I did watch it recently. I think I watched all the movies recently to gear up for for uh, No Way Home. But Amazing Spider-Man, I mean, this one was... Spider-Man 2, sorry, was amazing. Um, it had Doc Ock. And that's all it really needed. Doc Ock was a pretty good villain. I don't 
I don't remember if there was any other villains in that one. I don't think so, which was nice. It's nice to have a Spider-Man movie where there aren't 18 villains in it that kind of ruin some of them, i.e. Spider-Man 3. So Spider-Man 3. <laughs> that one came out when I was a, you know, edgy little kid. You know, probably like third or sixth grade. Somewhere in between there, I was pretty edgy at the time. Still am, you know. Ed's Lord Justin up in here. Um, so the black suit definitely intrigued me. Venom is one of my favorite characters. But the depiction of him and the depiction of the black suit in this movie went a little haywire for me. Oh, my goodness. Uh, there were like eight villains in it. If anyone knows any of the backstory of Spider-Man 3, Sam Raimi, the director, he wanted only like two villains in that movie and i want to i want to say it was like the green goblin's son so like the new goblin or like hobgoblin whatever they wanted to end up calling him and maybe another one i don't remember who but he, i know he didn't even want venom in this movie like he didn't even know who venom was when he started making this movie they were just like add more characters everyone likes venom add venom and he's just like uh, i guess i guess and then they just kept adding stuff kept adding stuff and that's kind of the reason it was the studio and the producers that were the ones pushing this movie, making it the eventual shit that it came out to be. So I'm going to put, I don't know if I put it in the dumpster because it got some memes. It got the dance. It got the dance where he's like, oh, oh, and it got the emo side hair that was amazing. Toby Maguire, like it sucked for him. And there was some jazz music where he was just jamming out to. He would have loved that haiku I made earlier, definitely. Uh, but <sighs> there were memes from it and good memes. So I'm going to put it in the meh. But the movie itself was not that great. The memes are what save it. Um, let's go. Is there Spider-Man? I think this is Amazing Spider-Man 1. So that one was the best one I've ever seen. No, I'm just kidding. No, I remember seeing this one like late night one time. I went with a bunch of my friends. I think this is the only movie I went with like a group of people, like a giant group of people. Usually I would just go with one, two, maybe three or four people. This one was like we went with like a dozen people at least. Um, so there was that hype behind it where we were like, okay, this is going to be a freaking cool movie. Andrew Garfield's pretty cool. Uh, let's get let's get hyped. The hype was not there. I'm gonna have to go with a meh. Like Andrew Garfield is not a bad Spider-Man. He's actually probably my favorite as Spider-Man. Like Tobey Maguire. Here it is. Tobey Maguire was the best Peter Parker. He was so nerdy and just awkward. It was ridiculous. Like, and I just rewatched all these recently, so. That's why I feel like I can come at it from a pretty confident point of view of, like, Peter Parker in the Tobey Maguire universe is a dork, the biggest dork, whereas Andrew Garfield is, like, almost like a player. Like, the way he comes off is just total douchebag. But Spider-Man himself is kind of a douchebag, and that's why Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is so good, because when peter parker puts on the suit and acts like an idiot and acts like a fool that's the point 
he's supposed to act different than he does as Peter Parker. It's yeah, it's the same person, but he acts, he has so much more confidence because he's got superpowers and he's going around kicking crime in the butt and he's quirky. He's got the quick quips, all the funny little comebacks he's got. Um, that's where Amazing Spider-Man actually does shine, in my opinion. Everything else about the movie, whoo, like Lizard Man, go crawl back in the sewers, please, because there's no point to that. I was not entertaining. Dr. Connors turning into a lizard, like, I know, it's in the comics, it's in the video games, it's in everything, but, like, it just wasn't that interesting of a storyline, like, oh, I regrew my arm, now I want everyone to become lizards like me. It's like, no. If anything, he would want to be the only lizard guy. Like, I don't understand why he wants everyone to be a lizard. It just, it makes no sense to me. I know if I became a lizard man, I'd want no one else to be a lizard man. I would want to be the only lizard man and kind of just dwell in the sewers by myself. <laughs> I guess that's just me, though. I'd get all the leftover pizza that people throw away. I'll just go up manhole covers and grab some, hang out with the Ninja Turtles. Um, next we got, where is it? Amazing Spider-Man 2. What the fuck was that movie? Put it in the dumpster. I don't, the highlights of this movie, like the most memorable things from this movie are the things that sucked. And it was the awkward like dubstep in the middle of every fight scene with Electro. There was just dubstep. I get it. Electro, electronic music. But it dated the movie so much. It was like, what's the most popular genre of electronic music right now? And they went, I think it's dubstep. But when this movie came out, dubstep was like not even popular anymore. It was from like 2012. And this movie came out definitely past that. I know it was at least a few more years down the line. I don't remember exactly, but it dated it like years even prior to that. So that kills me. Music and movies are what gets me going. Danny Elfman scored the first three and the music in those phenomenal. Cannot complain. After that, I, I haven't been as enthralled by the music of any of the other movies. Um, yeah. All of Tom Holland's movies have some cool, like, I want to say they put like MGMT, they put like pop culture stuff in it, which was cool. But that's about it. Let's see. Um, but yeah, that one could go straight in the dumpster. And I'm glad. I, it might be the only one we put in the dumpster, honestly. That one is not worth watching again. I can tell you that. Um, Homecoming, I'm pretty sure it's the next one. Homecoming, I'm going to put it as average because it was a good, hey, we're returning. Spider-Man's cool again. It wasn't Amazing Spider-Man. Like, I think he showed up in Civil War first, but Tom Holland's Spider-Man, I was like, cool, it's actually a kid. He seemed like the best of both worlds. I don't, this might be an unpopular opinion, he's not my favorite Spider-Man. He's not my favorite Peter Parker. He just does both equally well, and it kind of perpetuates him well enough that you know everyone's okay with him um 
he's not bad by any means. Like I said, he just does everything perfectly where it averages out. And that's why I'm putting him average right now. His average movie was Homecoming. I like the Vulture in it. That was pretty cool to make a shitty villain like the Vulture kind of cool. was. That was a deal. Um, let's see. Let's go on a little tangent. We'll go on a little tangent. We'll do Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse right away. The story of that movie was pretty obvious, but the way they told the story, the animation, everything makes it go ultimate because ultimate being the best. Also a play on Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, just it showed us a lot of what it could be. Introduced a Spider-Verse and a multiverse. It introduced Miles Morales, the Peter Parker that's or it's the Spider-Man that's not Peter Parker. Um, there's a there's a couple others definitely like Spider-Man 2099. Um, I forget his name off the top of my head. Miguel O'Hare, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's like the cool new Spider-Man that can like turn invisible and he's from the future basically. Like, yeah, Peter Parker Spider-Man is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's the most relatable to me. Nerdy white guy. And then they actually, you know, gave the other Spider-Man, Spider-Men some depth. And, you know, they weren't all just basic white guys. And it was really cool. And I think everything we see in the future from either Miles Morales or Miguel O'Hara is going to be... I think it's all going to land in the top tier, whereas some of the Peter Parker ones just kind of meh, because they're going to put a lot more into those animated movies than um, you really expect them to. Because when that one came out, everyone was blown away. Everyone still says it's like one of their favorite Spider-Man movies. It just makes sense because they get to develop a character that hasn't been done um in like theatrical releases which gives you way more freedom um because a bunch of villains like show up in that one none of them are too memorable like there's a few that are but it's still really cool i i'm a fan of it like i said the storyline you knew what was going to happen but it didn't matter because the ride there was so worth it that like i don't know it just you know, you just hear, like, little fun facts about it afterwards, too. Like, they literally changed the frame rate of some of the characters because they were from different universes. So instead of being, like, 10 or 30 frames per second, they ended up making them slower and having less frames per second. So they kind of look kind of choppy, like they were from a different universe. It was just really cool. Little touches. The music was awesome. I just can't say enough good things about it. And all the things that were bad weren't even bad. They were just needed to make the story go. Um, so we've got Spider-Man Far From Home. I don't know why they chose to put home in every freaking Spider-Man. Um, it definitely helps you know that they're all together, but good Lord, they're confusing Everyone that talks to me about them, they, like, mix up Far From Home and No Way Home all the time. Um, Far From Home, yet again, 
Ooh, I don't know. Far From Home was pretty good. That was the one with Mysterio. But yet again, I kind of knew where the movie was going. Not that Marvel movies... Marvel movies are popcorn flicks. You, you throw them on, you eat some popcorn, and you just are okay with it. You don't care what happens. You just care about the experience. And you're not like, oh, there better be some cool M. Night Shyamalan twist. No, you don't care about that. You just are enjoying the moment. And it's a beautiful thing. These are popcorn flicks. They're not meant to be these renowned works of art. Sometimes they end up being. But it's not guaranteed. And I still think Far From Home is average because I I don't think I would just throw it on like I would want to throw on Into the Spider-Verse or watch Spider-Man 2. Like if I had to watch one of the first movies from the Spider-Man 3 universe, or sorry, the Spider-Man 1 universe, I would watch Spider-Man 2. Whereas Spider-Man with Tom Holland, you could kind of throw any of the movies at me between uh, Far From Home and Homecoming. Like those two, you could throw either of them at me and I'd watch either one. Like they're just that close. Whereas all the first Spider-Man movies were so far off from each other. Um, Amazing Spider-Man 2 or Amazing Spider-Man as well. It's just they're in a different league um, entirely. They're just at the bottom of the barrel. And, uh, like, these two movies I could interchange. Far From Home, Homecoming, both good, equally as good, but they're average, in my opinion, as far as Spider-Man movies, what they could be, what they could not be as well. I think they're just right in the same ballpark, the same as the very first Spider-Man movie. And the fact that that one even kind of holds up is funny, because some of the special effects are they take you out of it. It's like the whole movie makes sense. And then all of a sudden you see Spider-Man swinging with Mary Jane and you can tell it's like a dummy and like not actually Tobey Maguire or the stunt double. It's just a dummy swinging through the air, very stiff. And Mary Jane's like holding on to it. Like those moments take you out of the movie, but the rest of the movie was not that bad for being an older movie now. Um, and with that, we've got our last one, Spider-Man. No Way Home. So spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you have not seen this movie, I would definitely skip and probably come back 20 minutes later, just in case I keep saying some spoilers, but I'm going to probably get this over with pretty quick. Um, Spider-Man, No Way Home, It's Going Ultimate. It brought all these movies who were that were not the greatest. It took all the best parts from all of these movies, whether they were worth putting in the dumpster, whether they were meh or just average, or they were amazing. It took all the best parts, threw it all into one movie. Yeah, some things they fucked up. Some things I felt like just didn't have the gravity that they needed. But besides that, as an actual movie, the movie was good, which is what Into the Spider-Verse also was. You could take this, not say, oh, yeah, it's a Spider-Man movie. You could just say it's an actual movie, and the movie was good. The story was moderately okay as far as, like, twists and turns and the adventure it took you on. It was definitely more of, like, a fan service in a way 
but it still kept you grounded. It still helped you through. Yeah, you love when everybody shows up. And it was like this weird thing where we knew certain people were going to show up, but we like didn't believe it, but we did. And it was just this weird feeling. And when those people go on screen, like Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, you lose your shit. And rightfully so. Um, I, I think I was saying this before to some other people. Um, my only gripes for the movie are, I think I've come up with two things so far. And they've just been through talking with people. So they're somewhat my opinion, someone based on others. Um, some of the villains didn't make sense why they were there. Because a lot of them were like, oh, I died fighting Spider-Man. Some of them didn't die fighting Spider-Man. Or it just didn't show it in the movie. So it was kind of weird in that aspect. Like the lizard was kind of there. But I'm pretty sure he got turned into a human in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Um so it's little things like that where I was like, I don't understand the motives of some of them and like, why do some of them want to be good? Why do some of them not? That was a little iffy. And then the gravity of Aunt May's death was not there for me. I don't feel like they built it up. And they've had movies to build this up. They just didn't build it, build it up in the way that like the Uncle Ben deaths were, specifically from the Tobey Maguire franchise. Uh, definitely not nearly as good. Um, she says the Spider-Man with great power comes an even greater responsibility. She says it the way that they originally say it in the comic book, but it just doesn't flow off the tongue like the way they said it in the Tobey Maguire universe. Uh, great power comes great responsibility. We all know it. It's cool when he brings it up later in the movie and Tobey Maguire finishes the line and goes, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've been there. Um, but like when Aunt May dies, it's not really there for me. You saw it coming. You didn't really, you didn't care as much as you could. Tom Holland acting phenomenally, like that's great. But the actual death scene where she like gets up and you're like, oh, maybe she's alive, but probably not. Like, like you just knew and she just like gets up and goes, oh, what do I think they could have done to fix that? Maybe have her die a little more, like, gruesome of a death, honestly. Like, have her kind of die, like, in Spider-Man 1, when the Green Goblin, like, spikes himself with his glider. What if she just got, like, chunked in the gut, just like him? Like, it would have been kind of gruesome, but I feel like you would have felt her pain a lot more, too. Because this way, she kind of died, like, a peaceful death, which is okay, but I feel like Tom Holland needed to like get a little more so he could have some more vinegar, some more anger behind later in the movie when he's got the glider and he's trying to like smash it into the Green Goblin. Like if she would have died by the glider, I feel like it would have been way more metaphorical and also literal um, when he was trying to just shove it back in uh, the Green Goblin's face. And then Toby Maguire, obviously smacking back um making sure that he doesn't go through with it i thought that would have been probably the only thing that i would have changed about the movie was her death i don't care how yeah i have a couple ideas i'm sure everybody does but just the way it went down was kind of lackluster i'm gonna live with it i still think the movie's great um it's the one thing that would keep it from being like a hundred percent awesome movie it just takes off you know like 
7% of the movie. So it's still a passing grade, still great. Probably the best Spider-Man we're going to see in a while. Um, no idea how the new Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse is going to be, honestly. Um, it might be awesome. It might be moderate. We'll see. So let's go to the next one. So we're going to do Spider-Man movie villains. So I should be able to go through this one a little faster just because we kind of talked about the movies already. Um, so it's kind of just getting into the specifics of each character and why I think they're awesome or they're really not. Uh, hopefully I recognize all of them. Some of the pictures on this are kind of weird. But let's go Doc Ock. This is from Spider-Man 2. I want to say... I don't want to say he's the reason Spider-Man 2 was as good as it was. Because usually that's what makes a movie is the villain. Definitely. Ton of the time, the villain, whatever the problem is in the story, it's the villain or whatever they have to conquer in just any movie in general. Whatever that is, is what usually makes a movie because then they triumph over, over it or they lose to it. And I feel like when it's a relatable character or a relatable point of view, that's what makes it. He, so rewatching the movies recently, I really, I really think everyone should do this if they hadn't already after watching uh, No Way Home. I noticed when I rewatched them, and this was before I saw Far From Home, or sorry, No Way Home, I saw The Green Goblin and I saw Doc Ock, and I noticed that like when they transformed into their villain self, like Doc Ock, his arms actually changed his personality, which I forgot when I was a kid. I was watching him like, oh, yeah, I think he's just being a bad guy to be a bad guy. No, it actually changes like on a neurological level his personality because that's how he's hooked up to them, um, to the octopus arms. And what was it? The Green Goblin like gets some crazy goblin steroids that mess with his hormones and like literally gives him a split personality and it even says like in the movie like they don't know how people certain people react differently to it kind of thing that's why he was way more split personality oriented than when his son harry osborne um when he took the serum he wasn't nearly as like he didn't have a duality of like almost two different personalities. Um, whereas Norman Osborn had that full split. Um, but those were literally the reasons why they turned into bad guys was because those just amped up their anger and all those bad emotions, um, which they literally explain in No Way Home. So I thought that was a really good payoff and why I think they are pretty good movies because they paid attention to the details. Like I literally just watched these movies and went, Oh wow. I never noticed that. And then they're pulling from those things. So I thought that was really cool. I don't, I think there was still more to explore with him. So I'm going to put him as a, and that's doc. Ock. Um, so let's go to the next one. Like in specifics with him. Yeah. He, he like lost his wife due to his own literally hubris. Like he was almost, exactly flying too close to the sun he was like creating another fucking sun 
and he he just messed up. And I remember the scene, it like pulls some glass towards her neck and it literally just slits it. Like that's some dramatic shit. And I would be pretty fucked up too. Um, let's go Harry Osborne, the Green Goblin 2.0, or this would be 1.0, I guess, in this universe. Um, the, I remember the actor that plays him is just always the most like gloomy, gloomy Gus. Um, I remember not really caring about him. Is he actual spider poo? Yeah, kind of. Honestly, I'm going to put him in spider poo. I didn't like him. He's part of the reason why Amazing Spider-Man 2 just is garbage still. Um, neither of the villains in that movie were good, at least in that iteration. If he would have came back for another movie, maybe they would have done him right, but we don't know. We don't know. Uh, next we got, this looks like Scorpion. It's, I think it's Scorpion from like the animated um, the Miles Morales movie. He was a he was probably my least favorite from that one. Or I think I have two people that are tied for my least favorite from that one because they just introduce a lot of villains anyway, so it's not the worst. But Scorpion would be pretty cool in a live-action movie. Basically, his tail can beat the shit out of people. It's like Doc Ock, but he's got a poison tail. So it's pretty cool. But in that movie, he, he just wasn't one of the main villains and kind of just showed up. And it wasn't that cool. That's all. Nothing bad about that. Like, the movie I said was already good. He was just a supporting character, and he just didn't happen to be my favorite. Um, we've got the new goblin from the Sam Raimi trilogy, the OG. Um, who? Who? He's really lame. <laughs> Rewatching the movies, he's so, like... Even before he takes the goblin serum or whatever you want to fucking call it, he's just so all over the place, the character. Like, before he even turns evil, he's just like, you killed my dad. And then he finds out why he killed him. And he's like, I don't care still. Like, and he just thinks Spider-Man's evil for, like, no reason, basically. It's just so bad, in my opinion. And then... Okay, the other thing is the Green Goblin. The cool part about the Green Goblin is his mask. Like, otherwise, he's just some dude that looks like he's from the military and he's got a glider. Like, it, half of the aesthetic that is so cool about the Green Goblin is his mask. And then he never had that. He got like the little scratch on his face and he's like, oh no, I'm a little messed up. But it's still James Franco. So it's just like, Oh no, you're a little less pretty. Uh, no, it's still James Franco. Who whom I like, is he the best actor? It depends on the movie. In these movies, not so much. Not so much. Um, is it his fault? I don't know. But I'm going to put him as a solid meh. Uh, we got Vulture. We're going to go with... He was good. He was good. He was. He's the shittiest idea of a Spider-Man villain. Oh, I'm some guy with wings. Let me flap around. Like, that's lame. But they gave him some drive. They gave him some purpose. We're going to put him there and be... We'll go on to the next one. Mysterio. So Mysterio has a light bulb head. 
there's so many different ways they could have went with him. And I feel like the way they attacked it in these movies was good. Was it great? No, I think it was just good. Like I said, you can literally interchange the first Tom Holland movie and the second one. And I probably wouldn't know what's from what. Uh, unless I recently have viewed the movies. But Mysterio was cool in the aspect of he can like change reality. Or at least your perspective on it. And that's scary. You don't know when you're in the real world or not. Um, that's annoying. That's really annoying. You could be out of it and be like talking to someone. And thinking you're out of his little trap. And you're just like oh. So how's the weather, man? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, I'm still in Mysterio's trap. Like, that would be really annoying. You would never know when you're out. So, like, that villain itself is really cool. Um, kind of dorky in some iterations. If anyone has watched, like, the old TV shows or cartoons or, like, any of the video games, this guy's the biggest dork. So to see him be somewhat cool in the new ones was relieving. Uh -oh. Because, like I said, he's got a giant ball for a head. And I can leave it at that. He's just got a giant do chrome dome. And that's not that cool, usually, aesthetically or just <laughs> in general. Um, I forget this guy's name. I don't care about him at all. He was from the um, uh, Into the Spider-Verse movies. His name's probably like Lockjaw or like something... Sounds like a James Bond villain or something. I don't remember his name, but he kind of just is a henchman of Kingpin and not memorable whatsoever. Um, like I said, I can't even remember his name. So up next, we got the blue man himself, Electro. If you would have told me after, before watching Far From Home or No Way Home, I'm see, I get him mixed up. I, I hate it. I hate the way they name the movies. I would have put him at, I would have put him in Spider-Poo. Like, he was not cool. The dubstep ruined it. But after watching the new movie, I'm going to move him up to meh. If it would have just been based off the new movie, he would have been, like, a C. But I'm going to put him at meh, which is a D. Like, Jamie Foxx, love him. But Electro, holy shit, that guy's lame. Like, in the movies, this guy's lame. He can literally turn into electricity. And he didn't do anything cool. <laughs> most Pikachus got it beat for the most electrifying character. Most electrifying fictional character Pikachus got you beat. I'm sorry, man. Um, who is this? Oh, this is Green Goblin from the Spider-Verse who is an ugly motherfucker. Um, I want to say it's based off like the Ultimate Comics. Uh, no idea if any of the listeners know about the different iterations of the Spider-Man comics, but he's just this huge goblin where like his body itself is changed. Um, he's been seen with like a flaming head too. Like it's scary. It's actually terrifying. Um... But I think in the movie, he kind of just was in the background going like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like I'm spooking you. So I'm going to put him as a man. He's 
he could be a lot cooler if he was like more of a main bad guy, but no. So Kingpin, as far as writing and all that, I would have put him as a great, but he just, I hate the character design. He looks like a ball. He's just too circular, too cutesy to be like this big mob boss. And for that, I'm going to put him down to a C. Because I just hate the character design. He's literally walking around like a Stay Puft Marshmallow. Blah, 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 blah. And it's just not for me. Um, let's see. Lizard Man. We know how I feel about Lizard Man. He's Spider Poop. Absolute Spider Poop. Then we've got... So if I'm correct, this is Shocker. He was in Homecoming. He was one of the henchmen of Vulture. Um, in the comics, yeah, he's literally like Electro, but he just shocks people. He's like little bursts of electricity. So he's not nearly as cool as Electro as far as powers go. So he was just bad for me. I remember the character was kind of funny, if that means anything. But I don't even want to spend more time like rating him because that's how lame he is. Then we've got... What the fuck is this guy's name? The Prowler. I was going to call him Purple Panther. <laughs> no, but in the live action, people have said it's Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, which would be beautiful. Um, if we ever see that, I doubt it, though. Um, the Prowler was pretty cool. <sighs> he was cool, but was he that cool? I, I'm going to put him as a B. I thought he was really good, but he he just wasn't the best for me. Let's see. We've got Doc Ock, but from Into the Spider-Verse, the female iteration of Doc Ock, which was pretty darn cool. I'm going to put her as a B2. Um, was she the best one in that movie? No, definitely not. I want to say... Prowler was, so I am going to move him up. I'm actually going to put him in A. Kingpin could have been up there. Could have been up there, but the character design was just garbage, especially when there were so many other good character designs in it. He was just too rotund. I know he's a giant person, but he's just too fluffy. Um, Let's see. We're dwindling down. We got Green Goblin. We'll go Green Goblin. Okay. I love the design of the mask, and I love Willem Dafoe. In the original movies, it was kind of corny. I'm not going to lie. There were moments where you go, hmm, this is a little over the top, but they really saved it in the new ones. I'm going to put him A right now. I think if I get a lot of A's, I'm going to put one in the S, which is like the elite category. Um, Venom is my favorite character. Does that mean in the movies he was any good? No. Who played him? Uh, Topher Grace played him. The guy from that 70s show. The most... So Eddie Brock, the character, is supposed to be like this bodybuilder New York guy just going like, Oh, I hate Spider-Man. Spider-Man sucks. I'm going to go find him and beat the shit out of him. Like that's what Venom's supposed to be. Instead he was like, Oh, Peter Parker, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to kill you. Oh, no, it was disgusting. It was 
so bad. I don't know who casted him. He's not a bad actor. It was just not his part. Like he could have been a different villain. I don't care, but he was not the Eddie Brock. And then that iteration of Venom itself was just not good, especially seeing the new Venom movies where those movies are not good, but at least Venom is good. Like himself, he's cool. Um, I, I'm going to call it Spider-Poo. I don't care. I love Venom. Venom's literally like my favorite, but that version of him is so bad. Absolutely terrible. We got the Rhino, Spider-Poo. I'm sorry. Sandman, Spider-Poo. I, I just blew through those because, oh my God. I don't think I have like an elite. I still think there needs to be like a better villain. If I were to pick one, it would be Green Goblin because he is just so pivotal in Spider-Man lore in general and in the movies i really felt like he stood out in the new ones um yeah we're gonna go with that okay really quick i'm just checking a few things okay make sure if you guys have any ideas on what i should Rate next if I do another tier list. If not, it's whatever. Whatever you guys think, go ahead, do a comment. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch right now. I can see comments from all of them all at the same time. So just make sure you tell me them so I know what you guys are interested in. But if you haven't seen the new Spooderman, definitely go see it. Let's see. Okay. Last one, and I'm going to zoom through this one. This one I'm going to really try. And then <laughs> the ratings I have for this one are we've got booty up top, but that's like booty. Like that's booty, like a good booty. Whereas at the very bottom, I got butt, like butt. So it's either booty, really good booty, or it's like butt, like it's trash. I don't know if that's hard to follow or not, but it should be able to, you, we should be able to follow along pretty easy. Um, I'm just going to give my quick takes on all these and kind of, like I said, zoom through these because it's a big list and I don't have much to say about some of them. Um, Ant-Man, really lame superhero, cool actor. So I'm going to give him a B. Then we got T'Challa, we got Black Panther. Amazing actor. The character's cool. Gonna give him an A. I wanna say this is Black Widow. The character's stupid, I'm sorry. I hate Black, <laughs> I hate Black Widow so much. Scarlett Johansson though, great actress. I just don't like the character of Black Widow. I've never have. It makes no sense why she's in the Avengers like She's got no superpowers. <laughs> like it just, it's not good. We've got Bruce Banner. So basically the Hulk before he's the Hulk. Um, Going to do another B for him. He's pretty chill. He basically comes out and says the only reason he's not Hulk all the time is because he's stoned. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. But um, then we got the Winter Soldier, A. Dude's pretty cool. Captain America, going to be an A for me again. 
Cool dude. Looks like a Dorito. Cannot complain. Captain Marvel. I'm sorry, but she's butt. I don't like the actress, and the movie was just unnecessary. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of Captain Marvel whatsoever. Uh, Doctor Strange. That's a weird one because he's really powerful. He's just not that entertaining to me, and Benedict Cumberbatch looks like an alien. Though some people... People I literally know say he's attractive, and I don't I don't understand that. Like I said, he looks like he's from another planet. We got an extraterrestrial up in here. But I'm going to go see. I don't think he's that cool. I don't. Drax is pretty awesome, Dave Bautista. But he's going to be like a B for me. Um, Falcon, he's just got wings. He's not that cool. He became Captain America. I think he deserved that. So... He's still going to be C, though. Gamora, B. She's entertaining, but she's not that cool. Groot is a baddie. He's going to be an A. Um, Hawkeye's butt. Sorry, I don't like Hawkeye whatsoever. Hulk, big man. I love a big man. <laughs> he's going to be... He's A. Just because he's so iconic, yeah, he's just a big dude. Fuck shit up. Really not that crazy besides that, but it's still iconic. Gotta do it. Iron Man, same thing. I'm not actually a big fan of Iron Man. I just think he does what he needs to do well. And I can leave it at that. Um, we've got Korg, the big rock man from the Thor movies, where he's just like, oh, I'm Korg. I like stuff. I go. And he just delivers all his lines like that, where he's just like, I'm cold. This is me. Here's something I found on the web. Alexa, stop. <laughs> Alexa just started talking to me. What the hell? Um, she didn't like my Korg impersonation, I guess. Um, Loki. So I like Tom Hiddleston. But the actual Loki character, I don't care about that much. I'm sorry. I think the actor's great. I'm going to put him a B. A lot of people are going to come after me. But Loki himself as a character, I'm just... He's not that cool to me. Um, we got Mantis. She's funny, but is she that awesome? No, not really. Nebula. She gives some crazy, crazy vibes. Like, that's the... No, she's a C. <laughs> oh, we got Samuel L. Jackson. He's an A. Yet again, well, he's a he's a person that has no powers, but he's got a purpose. So I'm okay with him. I can't stand this lady. <laughs> I don't even know her name. She's from Black Panther, but she is like one of the royal guards. She's also in Walking Dead. She plays Michonne, if anyone's familiar. I cannot stand the walking dead. I'm sorry to anyone out there, but like maybe I'll do an impression real quick, but just anytime she does an action scene, the actress herself at acting, not that bad. It's the fact that she's doing like all these action roles. It infuriates me because she just like stands there and they'll be like, okay, do a fight scene. And she just goes like, huh, 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 huh. like her feet never move. She's just planted. And it just looks really awkward. And I feel like she only got the role in the Marvel Universe because she was in Walking Dead. 
which I thought was already highly overrated. So she's but for me, like, no, not for me. Rocket Raccoon, mm, he's a B. He's not the greatest to me. Man, I don't know. I might run out of room. I might have to zoom out a little. I don't know. We'll see. We got Suri. She's the brother of the Black Panther. I think she's pretty cool. I think she's an A. She hasn't really proven herself that much as far as, like, by what she's done, she's done some really incredible things for, like, the universe itself. Like, she's really smart and has invented a lot of cool things. But, like, cinematically, she hasn't done that much. She made a cool few jokes. I, I'm excited to see more from her, honestly. Uh, but she's still an A, in my opinion, like, amazing for me um we got spider-man himself tom holland he's good booty for me like i said he's not my favorite he's not not my favorite spider-man i don't think i have a favorite spider-man but he just does peter parker well he does spider-man well he deserves to be a tier um thor chris pratt and Chris Hemsworth. So we got Thor and Star-Lord. I love both them. They do classic, funny, big man pretty well. Obviously, one of them likes to dance a little bit. But, like, Fat Thor was beautiful. Cannot complain. Um, these are good booty. They are booty. Um, we've got Vision. Love the actor. Could care less about the character, though, honestly. Like, cool, he gets to date the Scarlet Witch, but the rest of the time, he's just a purple toe. Um, so he's going to be C. Scarlet Witch, she does some cool hand things. She does some cool stuff with her hands. But, and she's an Olsen. She's an Olsen sister. Not one of the twins, but she's an Olsen sister, and... She's a B for me. Um, we'll go Wasp. Wasp is... The actress is really good, but like what the Wasp gives me in the MCU is just not much. I'm going to put her as a C. Like She's a very likable actress, and everything I've seen her in, loved it. But in this, that's the thing that happens. All these actors are good, except for Michonne, the person that plays that one girl. Cannot stand her. But everyone else is like a good actor. That's why they're in this. It's just the amount of screen time they get, and what screen time they do get, really messes up a few things. Um, we got Yandu. So he's from Walking Dead. Michael Rooker. But he does a way better job at actually being his character is he doing a lot of action stuff yes but is it like they cast him better in my opinion because all of his action stuff is he has his little he's got this little like light orb that flies around and he controls it with his whistle he doesn't have to do much he's an old man he doesn't have to do anything it made sense on why they picked him because he's not a mobile character if he was an old man trying to do a bunch of backflips and stuff, like 
it wouldn't make sense. But he has good delivery. He's very central part of Guardians. So I'm going to keep him there in A. Um, War Machine, Don Cheadle. Did you know that the Cheeto dust, the residue that's left behind from eating Cheetos, is actually called Cheetle? Fun fact. Fun fact, I know. You, you've you always wondered. You, you've always licked your fingers and said, what am I eating? You've also said this way more times than you should have in your life, but specifically while eating Cheetos. Um, Don Cheadle is a beast. He had to replace... I don't remember the actor's name. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Yet again, not a bad actor, but he had some, I want to say, a money conflict. So they replaced him. He's a B for me. He's not bad. He's not the most necessary for me. Um, then we've got Wong. Wong right now is a B for me. In the upcoming movies, I've got a lot of hope for him to get better. He's not bad by any means. He just hasn't done anything for me that's made me go, oh, yeah, Wong. I know Joe had to, like, look up his name before this. I was like, I know everybody's name except for him. Um, Yeah, and with that, tell me what you guys think. Uh, tell me if you agree with me, if you hated everything I said. I know this one. Let's see how long it ended up being. Just about an hour, right? Yeah, just under an hour. So definitely give me some feedback. Um, I'm going to say my little haiku again real quick. Because why not? From here, looking like I'm from the jazz club in Spider-Man. Spider-Man 3, to be exact. Uh, here we go. Friendly neighborhood. Spinning some webs. Anytime. Here comes the Spider-Man. And with that, guys, go ahead. Check out our Facebook store. We have both. The Asnaf Weenie Collection shirt. And we've got the Meat Slayer shirt. You guys have a good night. We'll see you later. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs>